0: Son of a
1: Welcome back to the Brothers and Arts Podcast. This is episode two. Uh, I am Jason J. Muniz. Uh, and I was actually just thinking um, uh, that I'm glad we're doing this. Uh, you're my, you know, one of my longest standing friends and um, I'm glad we can, can keep continuing to do this and I hope we can can uh, keep continuing to do this uh, for as long as possible. So um, thanks again for, uh, for doing this and uh, I guess we'll just get right into the episode here, huh?
0: Yeah, man. Totally agreed. I mean, I feel like we've known each other for like 25 years, maybe like a real long time. And I'm glad we're still, uh, still have stuff to talk about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I mean, we've talked about this thousands of times, but you know, I just appreciate the, uh, the friendship we have yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. We've been through a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, what's been, uh, what's been going on since, uh, since last week,
0: last week, last week was a tough week not gonna lie it was a tough workout week tough diet week tough life week you know but you get through it you know there's a goal got to stick to it and there's nothing there's nothing worse and this is something that I've learned over the years and it's coming to like like I'm really understanding what it means now is just because you're having a tough week and every day is tough, and, like, everything you do just feels hard, and you're stressed, like, doing things to make, to to sabotage it, to, like, maybe in the moment, like, feel good, like, that compounds the issue. Like, stick to the process. Trust the process. You know what I mean? I feel like back in the day, like, for myself, it would be, like, leaning on something else, and, like, getting through with, like, you know, whatever whatever it is that, like, didn't have to do with my fitness goals or didn't have to do with, like, my long-term goals for myself. And it was just because it was stressful and, like, hard. But now it's, like, last week was the perfect week for me to just be, like, fuck it. Are we swearing on this podcast? Yeah. I to swear. say, like, to say fuck it and be, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to just have a drink or I'm going to just have a, some pizza or something. But, like, I didn't because that would set me back and like right now i just want to be on this track like as hard and as as like true as possible and one one meal or one one drink not going to ruin everything but it's like don't risk it you know don't succumb to it that's that's my mindset right now and so last week was really hard and this week was a lot better you know things aren't easy still it's still a tough week but i feel like a million times better than i did last week and it's just getting through the the tough weeks you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean i mean we talked about it last week in in terms of like uh discipline and and things like that and mentality, mentality yeah and um yeah i think you know regardless of you know bodybuilding or weightlifting or you know there's so many aspects of life where you'll you're you're going to get into ruts like you, you know life isn't perfect you know and you know things will happen that'll like kind of steer you away from any type of path that you're on or any type of process that you're trying or goal that you're trying to reach. But if you kind of just, you know, s- stay the course and, um, continue that discipline and like, like you were saying, you know, trust the process, then, yeah. um, you know, that you'll get out of that rut cause you know, it's only temporary, right? Like, <clears throat> like life is struggle. Like there's going to be struggle. There's going to be, temptation and you know so many things that'll get in the way of discipline and in a process in so many different aspects of life that you know you'll hit these ruts um i mean i've had so many ruts in my life you know that i've but if you if you can acknowledge that and, and you can and you can like be self-aware enough to know like wow like i'm definitely going through like a rough week or like a rough day or like a rough few hours but this is basically like it's temporary and if i just if i just have the discipline and the mental fortitude to stay the course and 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 adhere to the process that i know i can do then you'll get out of that rut and it'll in time will just time will kind of just heal that and you'll overcome yeah. that adversity um, so yeah i mean it's i, I can I can completely relate to you know to that to to what you were kind of going through within the last week
0: yeah, for sure. And I think for me, that's why it's important to have a goal, you know, it's cause it's like, I want to get to that goal so bad that it, like, that's going to outweigh any temptation or outweigh any, you know, anything that could set me back. And like knowing that the process is going to get me there. So it's like having a goal, having a, you know, step A to Z process on the way to get there, like a blueprint, like just stick to it. You know, you're going to go to sleep. It's going to be fine. And you're going to be able to you know, make it out and you're going to get better. I think what I've succumbed to in the past is not having a goal or having a goal and not having a process to get there. And it's like, well, I don't even, I don't even know what step I'm on. So I might as well just sabotage it. You know, now mm-hmm. it's like, now it's like, all right, here's the, here's the goal. Here's the process. I know what I'm doing today. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. And like those things aren't going to change. And, you know, yeah. Just- I
1: mean, this is just one example, but like, I remember when we were, you know, in the office, and I don't I don't see you very often, like if if ever. <clears throat> I mean, I've probably Rarely. seen you like maybe yeah. like five times in the office right. when we, when we were we when we weren't working on the same team. And it was like for lunch, and you were just in the office, and, and we were in the same you know kitchen for for whatever reason, and you were basically eating you know <laughs> your Tupperware you know filled with whatever it was filled with, and I mean that was what that was like. That was like six months ago, probably, yeah, maybe even well, maybe not six, man, yeah, maybe it was about six months ago, I would say probably
0: was, yeah, probably yeah. early in
1: the year, maybe, so yeah, I mean, it just proves your point, like if you stick to the process, like kind of just have that discipline and, and and stay the path, then uh yeah, I mean you'll 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 achieve your goals for the most part, yes. whether yes. whether they're whether they're short term or long term, um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that applies universally, too. I know this is like a, you know, lifting and, um, you know, gym-related bodybuilding podcast, but it it relates to everything, you know, in life. is, Like you said, like the adversity is going to happen and and you have the um, ability to react in a way that allows you to persevere. You know, we always have that ability to react that way regardless of the situation that you're in you could let it affect you you could let it bring you down and it will inevitably you know make you feel some kind of way but one thing that we always have as humans is the ability to choose how we react to things and and there's strength to be found uh in how we respond to adversity and i think fitness bodybuilding you see it you know a lot just like you see it in anything
1: but yeah, definitely.
0: For sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a good week. This program is uh, is wrapping up nicely. This is the last week of actual programming. And it's, uh, you know, the way my program has been structured is two heavy days and two volume days. And my two heavy days are Tuesday and Thursday. And my volume days are Saturday and Sunday. And so today I just finished my first, uh, my last really heavy day for bench and it was 10 singles at 90%. And um, that's it. And then I don't bench heavy again until the quote-unquote meet, which coincides with the end of my the end of my first cut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, but it's, it's good. It's all good.
1: And you did those 10 singles over the course of the full day, or did you do them all in one no, shot?
0: Yeah, all, all in one shot. So it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, do a Well, warm-up, you know, first get everything where it needs to be get my cns ready to lift heavy and then uh do a single i probably rested two to three minutes i didn't take like super super long rests um two to three maybe four towards the end of the set um and then do it again and then do it 10 times mm-hmm. and i had it at 90 percent of my one rep max and um I ended up doing four singles at 90%. And then I went up five pounds and did three singles. And then I went up five more pounds and did three more singles. So I ended up doing more weight than I thought I was going to do. And I don't know if you remember, we talked about this, but it was before we started the podcast that my shoulder was killing me. I couldn't even bench. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's why I switched to, and that's because of low bar squatting. Um, was really messing up my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And so I switched to a safety bar squat for a while and stopped, uh, you know, back squatting and low bar squatting. And then I switched from regular bench to a pin, pin bench or pin press, which you only bring it down. It's like a reduced range of motion. And I was, you know, stretching it out. In the meantime, I was rolling it out. I was like using bands and Rehabbing it the best that I could and the biggest thing that helped was just not benching and not low bar squatting mm-hmm. and today I hit uh, only 10 pounds below my one rep you know the uh, 10 pounds below the most I ever benched and I had no shoulder pain whatsoever interesting so and what, what like, do you think you, you injured,
1: injured it from was it from the bench or was it from the low bar squat
0: I, well I think it's a combination I think the the primary um, culprit was the low bar squatting Mm-hmm. Because it's it's kind of typical to get some shoulder pain in low bar squatting because you're bringing the bar uh, so mm-hmm. far back and you have to retract your your scapula so much mm-hmm. uh, to get into that position. And it's kind of common to have shoulder pain with that, like locked in there, super locked in there, mm-hmm. and it hurts and it hurts. And if you don't have super good low bar or super good uh, shoulder mobility, like it could be it could be devastating. Yeah, of course. Um, when people, you know, there's there's some uh, You know, powerlifters that you know maybe started powerlifting when they were like young, like teenagers. Mm -hmm. And when you're a teenager, you have like crazy flexibility and mobility, and like all of your joints. So like if you start low bar squatting when you're that young, you probably will. You know, as long as you have you know the right form and right technique, you'll probably be good. But starting the first time I ever low bar squatted, I was already over 30 years old <laughs> right. and I have no shoulder flexibility and all I've ever right. done, like for most of my lifting career is just bench and shoulder presses. Right. So I'm like hunched over like a turtle with like giant delts and I can't move my shoulders backwards at all. Yeah. And so like getting into the low bar was tough and I definitely think that's what injured it. Um, and what was
1: the, uh, what was the 90%? What, what was the number in terms of the weight for your first initial four reps? So the most, so my one rep max that I'm working
0: with is 275 Mm -hmm. and 90% is 250. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so I did four sets of 250 and it felt great. Then I did three sets at, and these are all singles. Then Mm -hmm. I did three singles at, uh, three, the 260 and then three at 265. Yeah. And it's the first time that I've benched that heavy in a really long time without shoulder pain. Interesting. So. It's good. It's a good sign. Plus, I'm like 30 pounds lighter than when I was doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and what, and how often were you like consciously stretching it and compressing it or whatnot?
0: Every day for a couple months, mm-hmm. um, consistently every day, working on it, working with the bands and working with different um, mobility and and stretching routines that I found, and they worked some didn't work i think it's a trial and error because especially because we're not doctors and i'm not a pt so i don't know (laughs) exactly what i'm doing and everything that i'm getting is from youtube or you know reading articles but there were some that i was like this doesn't feel good and this isn't right and then there was a couple that i'm like this feels so good and this is so what i need Hmm. and so i just kind of over time like trial and error found the stuff that actually really worked
1: Hmm. do you think do you like uh, i mean i I guess I kind of think have this like mentality sometimes but do you like listen to your body like quote-unquote like most of the time when it comes to this thing or that thing or whatever, whatever the case may be like for example like like for example if you were to do these this these 10 singles at 90 and like you did like the first four at what was it like 255 you said 250 yeah 250 would you would you And like, if you if your body was like, "Mm," like stop, would you just like listen to it, or would you kind of try to muscle through it?
0: You know, back in the day, I would. It would take a lot for me to back off because of like pain. I've Mm -hmm. had to a few times, um, but normally, I trust my form enough that like I could push through it without risking injury. Without risk without risking getting injured so i think if i'm worried about getting injured is kind of where i pull back but like th- pushing through pain is the normal i mean that's i don't know that that sounds kind well, of so stupid, like when like, you when you were
1: like, when you were stretching your shoulder out too were you like listening like in terms of trial and error were you just kind of listening to your body yeah okay
0: yeah for stretching and for mobility stuff i was listening because i know everyone's anatomy is different you know and everybody's level of you know starting starting level of mobility is different and i know that mine was like zero Mm -hmm. and so i went from like zero shoulder mobility to like wedging myself into a low bar squat for months like what do you expect to happen you know and like it was only my right shoulder which at first i was like i'm low bar squatting with both of my shoulders why is it only one shoulder that hurts Mm -hmm. but like it's just different balances and imbalances. Um, but when it comes to like pulling back because of uh, like listening to my body, I generally don't. I generally push through it if mm-hmm. I feel like I have the strength for it. Um, but there have been a few times where I either tweaked something like mid-rep and right. I'm like, I can't finish this workout. Like I have to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's rare.
1: Mm. But I okay, haven't nice. been a long time. Yeah. So you did the 10, you did the 10 uh, singles at 90 yep. um, and what else? So the
0: accessories, I switched up the accessories a little bit over the last couple weeks to get a little more um, shoulder development happening. It's not really development since I'm cutting and my deficit is so extreme. Like I'm not developing anything. I'm just kind of working these muscles. But I realized that my triceps are really strong in mm-hmm. comparison to my chest which makes sense because i didn't stop working triceps i just stopped benching so like i've been working my triceps this this whole time but then when i injured my shoulder i stopped benching which kind of meant that i wasn't really doing anything for my chest so the way that i know that my triceps are stronger is it's hardest for me to bench right off the chest but if i can get it like three inches or four inches off the chest i can push through the rest Mm -hmm. and the higher you go up in the range of motion the more tricep activation happens Mm -hmm. so like being weak off the chest means that my pecs are not working as well as they should and being really strong at the lockout means that my triceps are working overdrive so i i took away all of my tricep accessories and added in um well not all of them i still do jm press you know what the jm press is no it's a It's named after you. Um, It's picture having a a barbell like a bench Mm -hmm. and you're laying on a flat bench Mm -hmm. and you take a super close grip, not Mm -hmm. like a fist width, maybe like three fists um, and super close grip. And then you bring it down to your like eyes, like to your nose or your eyes with your shoulders, I mean with your elbows tucked in and then push it back up. So it's like bringing it all the way down and then pushing it back up, really, really close grip mm-hmm. and really, really uh, narrow. So kind of like skull crushers
1: elbows. with your uh, with a barbell. Yeah,
0: it's like skull kind crushers, of. except you're yeah you're going a little bit. Um, you're going straight skull to your crushers. Face. Yeah, right to the face skull crushers. You want to go a little bit
1: closer yeah. to the hairline. So you have like uh, I don't know, like ten inches between your hands
0: yeah 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 something yeah. like that less than a foot yeah <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, and that's an that accessory
1: down. for your for, for your bench. uh for your back for your chest
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's a it's like a powerlifting movement um i don't know if they use it in bodybuilding but mm-hmm. there's this powerlifter jm blakely who is um he's awesome he's so he's a big deal. he's like a he's like a philosopher too like okay. he's like he says so much cool stuff um, I used to listen to because I've been doing powerlifting for you know the last uh, however long, and listened to Dave Tate um, on his Table Talk podcasts from mm-hmm. Elite FTS. Oops. and he had J M. Blakely on a few times for uh, interviews. And this guy is just a wealth of knowledge, and he's got this like Zen, like Eastern philosophy mentality about lifting and stuff. <laughs> and he was one of the best benchers in the world for a long time. And he has the J M press, which is named after him. Dave Tate has the Tate press, which is named after him too. So I guess once you get to this level in powerlifting, you get to have a a lift named after you. Kind of like you go somewhere and you get a sandwich named. I was after just you. gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. Sandwich at the deli. Yeah. And uh, so they have lifts named after them. But the but J M Blakely was one of the best benchers. He was a bench only guy. I'm pretty sure he squatted and deadlifted, but he like only benched. Like yeah. his competitions, he only did bench. Just bench. And he was a big dude back in the day, still a big dude now. And um, so he he invented the JM Press, and and it's really um, popular in powerlifting. And that's been working for
1: you on your bench?
0: Yeah, and it's just been great for my triceps. Now, I really have to, once I move into this bodybuilding, whenever I move into this bodybuilding um, approach and stop focusing so much on powerlifting, um, I'm going to have to change things up because I think my triceps are overdeveloped at this point. Um, and work specifically on pecs, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did the singles. I did JM press like usual, and then I did um, like rear delt, like bent over flies, mm-hmm. and supersetted that with seated military press, and it gets me a really good shoulder pump.
1: Nice. And so, in terms of like weight, did you did you lose two pounds since last week, or are you Four is pounds, your weight, actually you, you you lost more?
0: Yeah, yeah. That wasn't intended but it happened.
1: Interesting.
0: So I've been, I kind of been weighing myself a little more frequently, but only mm-hmm. taking the reading that happens on Monday. So I don't know if that's the best or most scientific way to do it. I probably should right. be doing an average, but I weighed myself on like Saturday and I think I was two pounds down from the week before. And then I weighed mm-hmm. myself on Monday and I was two more pounds down. So I broke into what, the one eighties this week.
1: Yeah. And, and to go back to what you were saying earlier, what what happened like in terms of, like your like your discipline and, and things like that you were you were thinking about just eating something or what was going on in terms of it being like a tough week
0: well i mean i wasn't the thing is i wasn't really tempted like i knew i wasn't gonna break any of the rules mm-hmm. but like it was i think it was kind of like because i'm so deep in this mentality right now mm-hmm. that like there's nothing that's gonna shake me from being able to do it i mean when we had the um the storm a couple weeks ago maybe last right. month whenever that was and the power went out like the power went out at like 2 p.m and i did my heavy bench day like four hours after that like we didn't have power the neighborhood is like freaking out and like i had to get my heavy bench in yeah. like i didn't not get my bench in so like that's the mentality i'm at right now it's like there's really nothing that's gonna stop me from okay. um, accomplishing it but i'm kind of just thinking like back in the day when i didn't have such a specific goal and i wasn't mm. so motivated like i would have just been like yeah whatever i'm not like doing yeah. anything like specific so i might as well just like but back in the day i would have like i would have drank like a ton of beer or something yeah and like it would have because, really of, because the power's out yeah i would have like, <laughs> but like last week was just a tough week and it was like yeah. you know the deficit was you know kind of hitting me and
1: well, yeah um, well i mean you sounded tired on really the stressful. last episode yeah, you sounded yeah, quite like, tired towards the beginning. You sounded pretty tired.
0: Yeah, well, getting on this podcast with you always like jolts me up. I <laughs> yeah, feel, I always, always feel better after we after we get the train rolling. I start feeling really good. <laughs> but yeah. today I felt good right from the jump.
1: Yeah, you sound pretty pretty uh, upbeat today. But I mean, you just did a workout right before we started, right?
0: Yeah, those endorphins are yeah are swimming around right now, and cortisol levels are at their. <laughs>
1: most regular <laughs> <laughs> nice so for the rest of the week you're basically uh you're sticking to the same diet you're still gonna try to lose two pounds yep. till next week until your monday weigh-in or yeah do you are you weighing yourself in uh at any point during this week yeah. it depends you might it just step life, on yeah. it why not
0: yeah i might i yeah. uh i did a little bit of extra curricular physical movement mm-hmm. this weekend um amy's uncle came down and we put up a wall in the basement to build like a uh, closet hmm. and so we like put up the um the drywall and um, you know did the whole the whole thing from start to finish which i had never done before he knows a lot about that stuff so yeah i was it's up and down so out of the basement to the saw cutting the wood like it was way more cardio than i was planning on did doing. you go to home depot uh, i didn't go personally but, uh, but he went a few times
1: i fucking love the smell of home depot
0: yeah dude just, it's like why does it smell like
1: that it smells so good
0: it's one you know a, a lot of stores have their own distinct odor and like home depot is one of the best distinct it's odors.
1: definitely the best yeah i don't like, think because you know i don't think there's anything better good. there's got it's got to be something that they pump in there's no way it's just think? the lumber there's what no way think? it's just like the treated lumber there's no way
0: all right. Here's a question: Does Lowe's smell exactly the same way? You know I can't what? I know haven't. If it does or not?
1: I'm more of a Home Depot purist. I don't. I haven't really yeah. stepped foot into Lowe's. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't even know where there's a Lowe's in Stratford.
0: I don't know. Uh, where, well, there's a Lowe's in Milford. That's the only one. I, and there's a Home yeah. Depot. In
1: Milford, right? Maybe I'll do that this weekend. Maybe I'll go over to Lowe's. See and See if it smells the same. The smell test.
0: And you could go to like maybe I mean there's not a lot of them anymore, but like a small hardware store, and just see what that smells yeah, like, and just they compare have smells. Tests. They have but distinct smells too, mm. but
1: this Home Depot really turns it up a notch. Maybe they actually pump
0: something in. They have to.
1: There's no way. There's no way. All like it's just the combination of everything that's in there. There's no way. It's got to be wow. blowing around or something. 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 I don't know.
0: You know that smell when you go from indoors to like the garden section?
1: And oh, it it it's like different. You with that? Like, yeah, th- yeah. It's, it's like different.
0: A, like a pungent,
1: yeah. But like, well, the thing is, like, the garden's outside. It's not even, yeah. like, it's inside. So, well, there's that
0: know. area that's, like, half inside, half outside. Like, it's not being heated, but it's also still, like, blocked off. Yeah. And then from there, you go into, like, where all the, the wood chips are and stuff. Oh, yeah, Home Depot's <laughs> great. Yeah, Home Depot's great. Um, but, but, yeah, so, so you finished that closet. Oh. Yeah. Well, you, you weren't cutting my... the
1: lawn, though. Did you cut the lawn?
0: I didn't. I didn't cut okay. the lawn. I just let it grow. And like now it's 40 degrees out. So I probably only cut oh it my one God. more time maybe for the season.
1: Freaking freezing this morning.
0: Freezing. Which I love it because I've been
1: wearing – I don't wear anything but hoodies. But like now it's yeah. actually hoodie weather. Yeah, you got to put me on to some some hoodies. I have one oh. hoodie that I have right now. I actually have a bunch of hoodies, but they're not like – they're like a Block Island hoodie mm-hmm. and like uh, a Cape Cod hoodie, which aren't bad. Like they're definitely good hoodies. New England
0: hoodies are good, yeah
1: yeah they're good stuff but i need i need like a different hoodie i need more hoodies
0: what kind of like what do you mostly wear like t-shirts long sleeve t-shirts like what's your well since i've been working
1: from home like i've just been wearing these like really nice nike joggers Mm,
0: joggers that, that are basically
1: like yoga pants and uh but they're like workout pants are they and, tight?
0: Like, are they super
1: tight? Yeah, I mean, well, no, they're not like super tight. Like, they have some space, but they're tight around like the, um, like the shins and, and and whatnot. Yeah, but that's yeah. pretty so, much it. All right,
0: they're not like compression pants.
1: No, definitely not. Like, they're not like you know really compression, but like, uh, they're not compressing my legs, but they're definitely compressing like my shins and my yeah my calves. But um, but yeah, I wear those. I wear gym shorts. And then (laughs) V-necks. V-necks, yeah. That's pretty much it. That's what I've been wearing for the past six months. I've worn jeans maybe like a handful of times, maybe five times. Um, And then maybe shorts, like, you know, canvas shorts like three times, four or five times. Wow. Yeah. That's what it's like. Super athleisure. Yeah, that's what it's like working from home. Yeah.
0: Why is that the first time I'm hearing this term?
1: You've never heard of athleisure?
0: No, dude. Does that make oh me? Oh my god! Wow.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like it's like you know, Lululemon is like an athleisure brand, but like Nike could also be like an athleisure brand. You yeah. know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I Not like, like those brands. Uh, I just never buy anything from them.
1: Yeah, you're you're buying the freaking you're buying you know from some bodybuilding, powerlifting brand that that'll give you the free hoodie. After yeah, your $50 dude, I'm, purchase. Not,
0: I'm that's the truth. I'm not even buying hoodies. I'm buying protein powder, and it comes with a free hoodie. <laughs> it comes with a
1: free hoodie. Well, yeah, I guess you can consider a hoodie athleisure to some degree.
0: Right. It's not like a, a price point makes it athleisure. Or no,
1: definitely not. I mean, Lululemon is freaking – I mean, I don't I don't have any Lululemon stuff, There's but it's like – yeah, it's like 500 No, excuse me. What am I talking about? It's like $150 for like these, you know, whatever pants. But But people swear by them oh, you got to get Lululemon. I'm like, I'm not spending. I mean,
0: I'm sure the quality, I'm sure it's quality. You know, yeah. I bet it feels a little different to put on Lululemon something than it does to put on like the free hoodie you got from a supplement company. <laughs> right. It yeah, feels sure. a little different.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it feels, you know, it feels different, but uh, it's a free hoodie for you, you know.
0: I might splurge one day and I just got to decide exact. I got to pinpoint my splurge because I do want something quality or a few things but like i don't know exactly which one i don't want to make the wrong decision i don't want to choose lululemon when there's like these other companies that are just mm-hmm. like lululemon that make a hoodie that i would like even more so yeah. i'm partially just uh paralysis by analysis with the like expensive athleisure stuff yeah i don't want to make yeah. the wrong decision
1: uh, yeah i mean i guess if you you know if you really like something if you if you see it and you really like it you might as well just go for it you know
0: but you know nowadays like it's most likely I'm going to order it online and it's so mm-hmm. much harder to return it than if I'm in the store and I try it on cuz there's a Lululemon in Westport. Yeah. And like I could just go down there and try yeah. it on. And if I don't like it then I don't have to buy it.
1: Well, I don't but think I you order, can try things on anymore. You can't see, go into uh, you so, can't go into okay. dressing rooms.
0: What? So yeah. the stores are open, the storefronts are open but you can't try things on?
1: Yes. So like I was talking to somebody that there's like a Lord and Taylor or something that's closed, that's going out of business. And th- I guess she was looking for a dress and she was like, well, I, I need to try it on. And they're like, sorry, you can't try it on. And it's like, well, uh, well, what if I, it doesn't fit. And they're like, well, I'm sorry. And it's like, well, what if I, and you can't return it either. I don't think you can return it at that point. Well,
0: going out of business,
1: probably not. Yeah. So, you just have to take that risk. But, I yeah, I don't know if Lululemon, like, does, you know. <laughs> I don't think their dressing rooms are open, but I don't know if you can return it either.
0: I'm not about to just risk it all, you no. know. Like it's I mean, a like, hoodie
1: from Lululemon, like, don't, I mean, don't quote me on this. I would assume you're looking at, like, a $200 hoodie.
0: You're probably not wrong. Yeah. So. You know, we could, we could probably do a quick web search here and just be like, find out exactly what we're looking at for that's for lululemon. but what are the other companies that are like lululemon um uh, like like high-end athletic apparel like that's kind of where i'm at
1: i don't know if like those like soul cycle brands or I, I don't know if um i'm not too far i'm not too sure of like a, a lot of uh athleisure brands but I just did a search for like a Lululemon men's training hoodie, one hundred and forty-eight dollars. Yeah, I'm looking. It at looks nice actual. though.
0: Looks nice. Uh, I gotta find the one you're looking at because I just found one. I hate it. Are you talking about the uh, City Sweat? Because uh, this City no Sweat pullover is only one eighteen, and I, I don't hate it.
1: This is the At Ease hoodie for one fifty. I 150. don't like that.
0: I don't like that.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Of the, Why does it look like that? Why is it? It looks like a, it looks like a potato sack. Yeah,
0: yeah, and a and it's got these pockets. What are they
1: doing, I don't well, know. Well, I
0: like the I kind of like the stripe down the back, but it's not, I'm still not gonna buy. it. Well, I, can, I
1: understand like that you're very critical of, of hoodies. I understand very that. unless they're free. It's, yeah, but well, how have the quality of the hoodies the free hoodies been? It's
0: so hit or miss. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, oh, it's so hit or miss. They could be, there's, so I got one and it was like great. It's like one of my favorite hoodies now. It's perfect size. And then I got this other one and I ordered an XL because I bought the protein. I brought it, I bought enough protein that they were going to send me a free hoodie, right? (laughs) And they said, Congratulations, you have qualified for a free hoodie. What size do you want? So I said, XL. All right. So then my package arrives and it's protein and it's a hoodie. And I thought, first of all, it's a 2XL that ended up in the box, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's probably too big. Like I'm not 2XL, like I'm mm-hmm. only XL. So I try it on and it's it's kind of wide. The, the hood's a little strange. It's like cut weird. I'm like, all right, so I email them and be like can you please send me an XL not, you sent me a 2X I'm like I know it's a free hoodie so I don't even know if it's like worth the emailing but I emailed whatever I spent the money on the protein so I might as well ask <laughs> yeah. to get a hoodie that, that fits right and so they never respond never respond I don't even care and they still haven't responded but I wash it and after I washed it one time it literally became a crop top mm. it shrunk so she washed so and dried it i wash and dry all my stuff yeah and this thing became so short and the hood i couldn't even get my head through the opening and it's a 2xl and so now what i've done is i've repurposed it Mm -hmm. so i cut the hood off i cut a little you know a little v in the the collar so that it fits and so now i have this like this workout smock which is, like, fine. Like, it's kind of cool. It kind of looks yeah. like old school, you know, like the wide neck opening and everything. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, the hoodie, like the hood that I actually cut off of it, I can use it for T-bar rows. So I just put the end of the barbell into the hood and then mm-hmm. jam that up against the squat rack, and there's no damage to
1: the platform or the barbell because it's mm-hmm. in a, a hood. So, like, you know, joke's on them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you should just, re- like, you should just cut, the, cut them up. You know, like yeah. cut it up, cut it like a crop, cut the, cut it like a crop top. Yeah. You know, like cut half of half of it off, and cut the hoodie out. Right. You know, it's a free that hoodie. It
0: works. It's a free hoodie. You know, right. I, and I like the protein. That's the thing. That's the only reason <laughs> that I continue to do this is because right. I think the protein's really good. High quality. I don't know if it's high quality, but it tastes good. Yeah. So, we'll see. But yeah, that's where I get most of my hoodies is from uh, these companies, but. I'm almost ready to make another supplement purchase, but I have to see what's on uh, what, what they're giving away first.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't want to be cutting a hundred and fifty dollar uh, Lululemon hoodie. No, no, no. you would be upset with that. Yeah. Well, so how does how does the protein like obviously like you're cut like you're cutting right now? Because when I think of protein and like in in taking protein, I would I would take protein shakes. For a while, like, when I was hitting the gym pretty hard, like, after a workout. Mm-hmm. And then I would – with, like, something that I would eat. <clears throat> but, like – and and I guess my my objective was to, like, kind of uh, get bigger and then, like, also help with, like, the recovery to get, like, a, an increased amount of protein. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're cutting, obviously, like, you're weighing – food and caloric intake and like you're measuring caloric intake yeah but like what is the purpose of is it just to hit like i mean i think you've told me this but is it just supposed to hit like a certain threshold in terms of uh grams of protein
0: yeah yeah i mean between whether you're bulking or cutting the protein needs really don't change
1: it doesn't change yeah you mentioned that yeah yeah
0: what changes are the calories and, Mm -hmm. and the carbs that are associated with those calories. So if I'm eating hundred or, I mean like 220 ish grams of protein per day on the cut, I'm still going to eat 220 grams of protein when I'm bulking. I'm mm-hmm. just going to increase carbs, um, to grow, you know, because right. right now the the point is to get smaller, but keep as much muscle and protein is what fuels, you know, protein synthesis and, right. um, prevents like atrophy. Um, So, you keep the protein the same, and you're going to build muscle when you have. It's kind of just you know like mass. It's just like the law of conservation of mass. It's like if you have more energy than you, if you consume more energy than you expend, then you will then you will be able to create more mass. Mm -hmm. You know whether it's fat or or muscle. Or water, but uh, if you have less, if you consume less energy than you expend, you're gonna get smaller and you're gonna lose mass. Uh, But you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose muscle.
1: Yeah, and how many different proteins would you say you, or how many different like uh, brands or flavors have you tried, or have you used in just for this cut?
0: Just for this cut, probably three
1: and do you Um, notice any like specific differences yeah
0: um not so much with like how i respond to them but obviously flavor and um like mixing well with other things Mm -hmm. or like you know that that kind of stuff but um i don't do i don't do a lot of shakes i usually do i usually do a scoop in the morning with oatmeal and then i most days i won't do another shake like another scoop of protein so most days i'm only doing one scoop of uh like protein powder and that's in the morning with oatmeal Uh, because my meals my actual meals are only two or three hours apart i'm always like my pre-workout meal and my post-workout meal they're like always gonna happen regardless so i don't have to really worry about getting in protein right after my workout because there's going to be a meal that's coming up um anyway okay so i don't i don't do a, i don't do a lot of a lot of shakes i think yesterday i did a a shake um whenever my schedule gets thrown off that's when i do a shake but mm-hmm. on a normal day like today i don't need to do a post-workout shake because i'm going to have a post-workout meal anyway because i have to eat every two or three hours mm-hmm. so on a good day i don't do any i don't do any whey
1: okay yeah this, I, when yeah. i yeah, well, i was gonna say when i was asking about like have you noticed any differences i was i was mainly meaning in terms of like you the way your body would react to it yeah aside from uh, like obviously flavor and things like that it's like you know yeah right uh, um no I don't but think you're think not like taking tons of tons of it where you would notice like a like a like a behavior change or like a body change yeah
0: no nah, no nah, i don't think i'm i'm there yet i think if i keep cutting and i get you know down to lower body fat percentage these things will start to matter a little more but right now it's very much just calories in, calories out and keeping protein up which has Mm -hmm. been working for me i haven't run into anything where i'm like oh i definitely can't eat that or like like when i eat that i feel like worse um i don't know if maybe i'm not paying close enough attention but for the most part what i am eating i'm responding well to I don't eat a lot of gluten. I think that's another thing. Um, I mean, I'm barely eating any carbs to begin with, but the carbs I am eating are, uh, rice or, um, is oatmeal gluten? Oatmeal might be gluten, but like, I'm not eating pasta. I'm not eating bread. Um, things like that. And I don't know if, I think I might feel better not eating pasta and just eating rice for most of my carbs. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, that could be something to look at when I'm bulking is, like, how I respond to that. Because a lot of people have um, bad reactions to gluten.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, – I personally don't. But, uh, but yeah, oats oats are naturally gluten-free.
0: Okay. So, yeah, then I'm really not having any uh, any gluten in my diet. And, and mm-hmm. it's been a good thing. So I don't think I'm going to start introducing it again.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily needed, right? I mean, I'm not no. a dietitian, but – Um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I would say, I mean, rice and oats are probably all you would need.
0: So I I tried something new this week. Um, and I think I might do this until the end of the cut is not eat any carbs on off days and then eat a little bit more than usual carbs on training days. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I didn't eat any carbs aside from what's in a scoop of, um, my whey protein which is kind of negligible and some vegetables throughout the day but i didn't eat any starchy any starchy carbs at all yesterday and then today i had brown rice with every meal and felt pretty good so i might keep i might keep that up
1: yeah i was gonna say did it give you like more energy
0: yeah i definitely felt good today energy wise for the most part Mm -hmm. um so i i feel like the manipulation of um, carbs like that could be a good thing. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting bored because I've been doing this for like two months now. <laughs> but like I figured if I'm – I really want to get down as low as possible and still feel as good as possible. So I'm kind of just like putting my foot on the gas with the diet. Yeah. And like well, yeah. carbs completely from one day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean like I said, I'm, I'm no dietitian, But I would assume – I mean it would make logical sense to – Eat, like, carbs on training days right. and not eat carbs um, on off days. Right. That would, that would just make sense to me, just given, like, the like the, the, the attributes that, that carbs give in terms of providing some type of energy for your body.
0: Yeah, exactly. If, I mean, like, we talked about, I think, on, our, like, uh, our first episodes about, like, um, you know, resting metabolic rate. And, like, you are burning calories throughout the day. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you do, doing anything is is burning calories. But, like, um, you're not going to go through glycogen stores uh, on your rest days because you're not exerting your muscles that way or doing any cardiovascular activity. So having excessive glycogen stores on rest days doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. You really only need those for getting through the, the workouts. But again, I'm not a dietitian, and I don't really know. But just going with what's working for me. But yeah, I mean it's coming to an end, and I felt I felt good on bench today. So um, depending on how I feel on squats on Thursday, I might end up doing a little fake meet, um, and see if I got any stronger in these lifts, which would be which would be awesome. But
1: we'll see. It's only Tuesday. What's the rep scheme on the on the uh, squats? <clears throat> ten, ten, 10 singles. Ten singles and ninety. Yeah. And what what number is that? That should be like no problem whatsoever.
0: Like I shouldn't have any issue hitting ten singles. Right. And what's
1: the number? What's the number in terms of weight? Uh, what am I doing? Two eighty. Tweedies ninety of your one yeah. rep max on a, yeah. on a squat? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do you think you'll do the same like four, four at 90 and add I five? Don't
0: know. I don't know, we'll have to see. Um, I think squat generally, and I already did my deadlift last week because I, I never, um, my heavy squat day, like my Thursday, is either heavy squats or heavy deadlifts it's never both mm-hmm. so i'm always alternating weeks with squats and deadlifts um, so last thursday was my 10 singles of deadlifts and it was really hard like really hard to get those singles cuz 90% for the deadlift was like a lot for me mm-hmm. um, and i was having a tough week anyway but like i got through it so I'm, I'm hoping i can get through um through squats but they take up a lot of energy you know and and Like, that's why I think doing this carb cycling will be good to have extra carbs on that day. But I'm anticipating it being difficult um, because I think bench doesn't take as much energy as squat does. Uh, But I I think I'll probably be leaving it at the 280 and not uh, push it up. Yeah. But maybe it'll feel better than than I think, but we'll see.
1: Well, yeah, I guess you'll just have to see how you feel maybe the 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 difference in in diet when it comes to carbs on heavy days, yeah might might change your my your mentality a little bit,
0: right, but like with deadlifts, and we've talked about this too, like if you can't do it, you just either don't do it or you just drop the weight, but mm-hmm. like if you can't do a squat, you're gonna get crushed like you know you can't really like failing on it is just so much more violent than failing a deadlift yeah. So yeah, I mean, you should have
1: to drop it back or just fall into it if you have, like, uh, bars or whatever.
0: Yeah, I got the spotter arms on, yeah. on my, my rack, so um, since I'm doing this all by myself without spotters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, it's it's a different level of, uh, I guess, fear, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Just because you get to the bottom, and if you can't come up, you got to figure out what to do with the weight. Yeah. So, I'm hoping I can do it. Let's just see how I warm up and and everything but uh, my best squat ever is only 310 so like we'll see we'll see Mm -hmm. usually you don't get stronger on your squat during a two-month 30 pound loss like body weight (laughs)
1: but we'll we'll have to see i'd like to at least be the same same strength when was the last time you did squat last week
0: uh, yeah. So the way that the um, well, actually,
1: yeah, last week, last
0: Sunday, and um, that was that was ninety percent. No, 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 that was volume squats. That was yeah. that was lower. Um, oh. The most that I've squatted on this program so far was probably two weeks ago, where I did uh, two sixty doubles i did uh seven or eight sets of doubles at 260 Mm -hmm. so now i'm doing uh 10 singles at 280
1: yeah so 20 about 20 pounds more
0: yeah but i i I, we'll we'll see we'll see i'm hoping hoping out of the
1: three out of the big three what do you what would you say you're like most to, to least confident in
0: Before I hurt my shoulder, bench, definitely the most confident in, um, just cause that was so much stronger than the rest of my lifts. I mean, the fact that 90% of my 90% of bench is not that far away from my 90% of squat. Um, that says everything like that's just not how it should be. You should be a lot more, like you should squat way more, hundreds of pounds more than your bench. Um. But I just I haven't I haven't developed the squat, you know, that much. I improved it because I basically started from not being able to squat at all. And we haven't really talked about that. But um, when I started powerlifting, I had never squatted before, other than like, like I mean, this aren't squats, but like leg presses, maybe some Smith machine stuff, leg extensions. Like I never did squats, and mm-hmm. so when I started powerlifting, like I started from the very 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 bottom, without having any like, you know posterior chain development, any like real understanding of like hip hinging and, uh, core bracing and and all that. So like back squatting was definitely a weak point for me, um, because I was so strong on bench and then, you know, pretty good on deadlift for, for a long time. Um, I really had to work on being a better squatter. And so I've done that, but like, I feel like now, um, you know, I do squat more than I bench, which is good, which I can say that I do that, but um, it's just, it's not where it should be. And I think I just going to have to develop, like continue to work on squatting. Even uh, if I'm switching to a bodybuilding approach, I still want to make sure I get my squat up. So I guess at this point, probably deadlift, I'd say I'm most confident in being able to move a really, really heavy weight and then I'd say probably squat is next, and then bench, to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Just because bench, I, I, my shoulder and not working my chest for so long, it's, I can't say that that's my most confident. But before I injured my shoulder, I'd say bench for sure. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was the only thing yeah. I was good at, for sure. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to not doing bodybuilding anymore. I mean, not doing powerlifting anymore <laughs> for a little while. Well, you wrote out my programs.
1: Yeah. Well, you have um what this week, and then two two more weeks, right? Of the cut. Uh,
0: this week, and then next week is the last week.
1: Next week is the last week. Yeah. And then you're taking a week off.
0: Yep.
1: And you're going crazy.
0: Crazy, eating at maintenance, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely more than, than now. Like I'm going to fit pizza into my diet. I'm going to fit sushi into my diet. But are you going um, to
1: be like count, counting the calories?
0: Yeah. yeah. You are? I'm still going to try. I'm still going to yeah. try and uh, ballpark it just so it doesn't get like crazy out of control. Yeah. Uh, but my body needs it. it it's definitely ready because it yeah. went through a lot over the last two and a half months. Yeah. And uh, it's ready to be fed and then um, get back on it.
1: hmm that's good because you're going to bulk after right
0: uh, I'm going to do another cut I think yeah and I then
1: eventually eventually get back to, to so so your in. goal is I think we talked about this your goal is to cut down to 170 about
0: that's my like number that I feel like I'm going to be ready to start bulking at mm-hmm. but it's if I still look like garbage at 170 I'm going to have to go even lower
1: yeah and, and what and are you at right hoping. now? One 180 something?
0: Yeah, the high 180s this week.
1: Mm-hmm. And you cut four last You cut four pounds last week.
0: Yeah, went from 193 to 189.
1: Yeah. So you have this week to cut another, let's say, four. That'll put you down to like low 180, right?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I probably won't lose another four pounds. We'll have to see. It could be. Yeah. But between two and four, probably. Yeah. So, I could end up... I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to end up in the mid-180s on my last Mm weigh-in. That's pretty good. like, I don't know, from... 209 was when I started the cut. 219 was my heaviest ever this year, so...
1: What was your heaviest, 219.
0: 219? Yeah, 219 was the heaviest in the middle of, like, all the powerlifting, and then... Uh, the day that I started the cut was
1: 209. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were 219, like, where did, you, where did you gain, like, most of the weight? Like, where did you see the most weight noticeable?
0: I mean, I put a lot of mass on my lower body just because I was squatting for the first time, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. over the course of powerlifting and having never squatted before, like my legs just needed to develop. So I feel like a lot of mass went to my legs, but then also like my shoulders, my back, you know, and then a lot of the excess fat went to like my midsection and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think I just grew overall cause I grew like two shirt sizes. Jesus. <laughs> from, but like now a, I'm from like, like a large to gym. a
1: double XL.
0: Well, yeah, maybe one. I mean, I went from like larges being like, <laughs> most comfortable to XLs being, like, the only thing I can really wear. What was your,
1: your hoodie size at 219?
0: Oh, XL. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Love big hoodies. But, like, the thing is, like, XL is still the best size for me, even right. though I dropped, like, 20 pounds or 25 pounds. Um, I think it's just the way of carrying the weight kind of – Because I think I said, I think I told you before too, that my, uh, the belt that I use for lifting, like I've had to tighten it like multiple times and use like different notches, but like still wearing XL hoodies. You know what I mean? Like the weight or the mass is just gone from my midsection, but it's still up in my shoulders and it's still up in my back and my chest, which is, which is perfect. You know, Mm -hmm. V V taper's where it's at. Um, But I was surprised that like. I had to adjust my belt like that um because you know doing the powerlifting like I had to expand the belt a couple times <laughs> yeah but this is like retracting it because there's the midsection is getting smaller which is which that's good, good.
1: Yeah. you have to poke some holes in it some exactly. uh yeah <laughs> nice well this is that's this yeah that's all good stuff yeah that's pretty crazy you lost four pounds week over week um and yeah, you sound definitely a lot more uh, energized from the last week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good days are good.
1: Yeah. What are you? All right, what, man. what
0: have you been? What have you been doing though? Just quickly, you've been doing running still, and
1: yeah, I've just been running in the morning. Um, been pretty strict on that, but like, it's kind of crazy because like I, I have asthma, like pretty bad asthma, mm-hmm. and. Like, the change in temperature has, like, confused my body in terms of, like, it being like, whoa, like, you're ingesting all this cold air, and it's, like, an, it's not good for your lungs. It's, like, different. It's, like, a different... It's, like, an adjustment for my lungs. So, it's just, like, today was pretty bad. Like, I came back, like, wheezing, and it's it's just Damn. been pretty crazy. So, um, but other than that, like, I feel strong in the runs. Uh <laughs> strong in the runs that sounds weird but like the, like when i run it, it's like like i feel strong in in like the uh the laps that i do and yeah. like steady um like i'm not like i i don't stop like it's just very it's like a strong like like 75 percent jog i would say it is um so yeah i just bang that out in the morning and and then like just lift, like, a little bit of weight during the day, like, when I'm just on the phone, and um, yeah, it's been, it's been, like, good for me, like, it's just been, it feels good, it's, like, sufficient for my mental health, it's, it's good stuff, just to get moving, like, obviously I don't have, I mean, we talked about this a hundred times already, but I don't have, like, strict goals or anything like that, but I just, like, I'm trying to just live, like, a a healthy movement lifestyle, (laughs) Yeah. so, um, but yeah, like, I think I'm gonna. I think they released the Apple. They, they released new Apple Watches today, um, the Series 6. So I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one of those to just track things a little better. Because um, I'm kind of curious as to, like, my time improvement on, like, the, the like, uh, you know, seven eighths of a mile that I run. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. And, um, I'm probably just gonna stick to that. It's gonna change in um, December uh, when I when I move up to Vermont for a, a, about four months. Yeah. There's this hill that is there uh, where I'm gonna be where I'm gonna be living for a while, and I'll probably in the mornings just like you know jog briskly down the hill, and then um, and then just run up the hill so we'll see we'll see what that we'll see how that that pans out um uh to change it up a little bit and uh so yeah that's what that's pretty much what i've been doing
0: nice that is quite the quite the time to move to vermont in the middle of winter
1: yeah well yeah i like i like to snowboard so yeah um so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens and i you know the whole this whole situation has kind of uh, uh, opened up this opportunity for me to uh, to kind of take advantage of <laughs> of moving to Vermont, given the opportunity. So um, I just decided to jump on it and uh, That's awesome. and see see Good what for happens. You, man. Was it the, was there something that we were supposed to spe- we were going to specifically talk about? I forget what it was. I think we, was we were going to talk
0: about like gyms and. Going back to a gym. Oh, going like back to a gym, gym yes. Versus, yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess but we, we can, can kind of uh,
0: we can table that. We got a yeah, let's table off, we'll table
1: week. that for the next conversation. Yeah. Um awesome. Well yeah, man, thanks thanks again for uh for doing this. That's episode two. It wraps it up. And sure, um I look forward to next week and uh we'll see you next time.
0: All right, y'all take care out there. <laughs>